What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets. My name is Coach Cheryl, and my mission is to bring you guys fitness, inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. I said fitness first, but it shouldn't have been, but it's okay. I don't edit my episodes because Scott Switzer doesn't, Switzer doesn't let me. So I'm here live, and I screwed up the intro, and we're just going to roll with it. Um, so I am actually in episode four of my bonus series, breaking down a little bit about CrossFit for those of you guys out there that are maybe you've you've heard of CrossFit, never really tried it. Maybe you've been doing CrossFit for a long time and you've plateaued or you're not getting the results that you would like to. Or maybe you are starting up CrossFit, you're super excited and you want to make sure that you're getting the best experience in your CrossFit journey. And I kind of wanted to take some time to kind of break down the foundation and, and a little bit about uh, the modalities that we do and, and how we train and all of those types of things that are going to help you guys be more successful. So in the first episode, I talked about, I talked about building the foundation and I also added on some of the things that I find that, um, people often overlook, like the importance of looking at stress, sleep, and lifestyle, how that factors into your performance in the gym and your results along with the main thing is understanding the importance of a solid nutrition program that you can actually follow long-term. So with joining a CrossFit gym, you're looking at longevity of uh, a type of a training modality that you're going to be committing to for a long time. Your nutrition needs to support that. Episode two, I talked about metabolic conditioning, uh, building your aerobic base, building up the different energy systems and, and why that's so important for you guys to understand. And then episode three, I talked about body weight training, gymnastics, learning how to move our body in space before we start to uh, move external loads, which is going to bring us into episode four, where I'm going to be talking about what a lot of people like uh, is the barbell. Well, I should say you either are afraid of the barbell and you avoid it altogether, or you love the barbell and you don't ever want to run or see a burpee. So whichever end of the end of the spectrum you guys are on, I want to talk a little bit about weightlifting and weightlifting primarily in CrossFit, where it's a little bit different than what you might see in a traditional gym. So with CrossFit, uh, we typically train five main movement patterns or five main movements. And there are often, there's a lot of different variations of these movements, but these are the five core lifts that you're going to find in every CrossFit gym. You're going to snatch, you're going to clean and jerk. Uh, those are your Olympic lifts. You're going to squat, you're going to press, and you're going to deadlift. So of those different, of those five lifts, you're probably going to see some variations of it, right? You might do a hang power clean. You might do an overhead squat. You might do a front squat or a thruster. You might do a push press or a, a push jerk. You might do, you know, there's different, you might do kettlebell deadlifts, barbell deadlifts, but there's always going to be these five core lifts in your CrossFit um, classes or your CrossFit programming. You're also going to see in occasion, on occasion, and for myself, I typically program these once or twice a week for my clients, odd objects, carries, and pushes. So those are going to be like maybe holding sandbags or, or sandbag cleans or farmer carries or sled pushes and things like that. So these are different types of apparatus that you can do. With weightlifting, it's also things like kettlebells and, and medicine balls. These are all external loads that we're moving, but they all are going to somewhere kind of come down to the foundation of those five core lifts. Now, with with CrossFit, um, there's not a lot of an emphasis on, uh, like when you go to a traditional gym, right? You have your, your back squat, three sets of 10, and you've got your split squats, three sets of 10, and then you've got your leg extension and your leg curls. You're not going to see a lot of that stuff programmed in your traditional gym. Why? Because a lot of our conditioning pieces, our metabolic conditioning pieces, um, are going to build that hypertrophy that a lot of those other movements that you're going to see in a bodybuilding program will do if you are choosing 
the right loading and the right stimulus. So that's where there's not a lot of isolation movements in CrossFit, but we are training muscle groups. And that is essentially how CrossFitters get so jacked. Like they, they, they get, they can look very similar to a bodybuilder and maybe not as aesthetically symmetrical, but we still get a pretty good toned body, a little toned body, I hate that word. Uh, but we still get pretty fit. We look pretty fit without doing that specific hypertrophy work because our conditioning pieces are also going to be working on muscle hypertrophy. So, but the, the main thing that you're going to see with CrossFit different from things like bodybuilding and such uh, is going to be that there's going to be some carryover from the powerlifting community and the Olympic lifting community in those heavier days where you're getting that one, three, five, maybe a seven here and there, but those higher loads, lower reps are going to build something a little bit different for, um, your overall fitness. And that is not just a physical strength, but an actual neuroendocrine response that we're looking for, where we're actually recruiting more than just muscle fibers. We're actually thinking about their neurological adaptation to those things. So I'm sure that you can also attest to like, if you're going into the gym and you're doing three sets of 15 bicep curls, if you get distracted, it's not going to really be a limiting factor. Whereas if you've got, um, you're getting ready to approach a one rep max snatch and somebody walks in front of you, all of a sudden your whole world just got screwed up. <laughs> so it's a very different type of training that's going to train that neuroendocrine response. And this is something that a lot of people don't understand the value of in their fitness. Um, there's a lot of hormonal changes that happen with this, uh, anabolic stuff. There's there's just so many things that we can benefit from getting a little bit of this. Now, where I think people go wrong is that they bring too much of a competition atmosphere into their training on a everyday basis. And they're always looking for, well, so-and-so put the two and a halves on. So I've got to put the two and a halves on. And, and that's part of the nature of the beast cross that is that we're always looking to compete, but it sometimes can limit you because you end up doing things that might be a little bit outside of your actual abilities. And this is where people can lead into injuries. So it's really important that you guys understand that those heavier days do have a, uh, a place in your CrossFit journey. If you are looking to develop as a CrossFit athlete, even if your goals are not to compete, but you want to just get really fit that these days should be part of the plan. They just don't have to be this stressful thing where you're like, oh my God, I have to one rep max today. They don't have, you don't have to hit a PR every time. The goal is always on these days is they're heavy days. They're meant to be built in, um, to allow you to elicit that, that response we're looking for. And that might be 20 pounds under your PR for that day. And with weightlifting, I'm not just going to talk about the heavy days, but that is what I really wanted to emphasize with the weightlifting component. Um, and why we talked about body weight first, because as we're loading ourselves with external loads, if you can't hold a good position without loading, when we're going heavy, it's going to make it that much harder. So what about things like, why do we have to snatch? Why do we have to clean and jerk? Well, I'm going to be honest. You don't have to, and, I'm, and this is my opinion in CrossFit. You don't have to snatch. You don't have to clean and jerk. However, those are really good ways to train power, speed, agility, balance, uh, along with strength. Uh, there's other ways you can do that. You can box jump. You can, um, you can do dumbbell snatches. You can do broad jumps. You can do, you know, squat jumps. There's a lot of different things you can do to train those movement patterns. That is just CrossFit's way of training those things. And there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, I don't like to snatch because, uh, I'm very afraid of hurting my shoulders, uh, which is the other part of these, these movements that CrossFit really, why they gravitate towards them is like, 
people that want to look at like mobility and things as we age, if you're training things like overhead squats uh, and you're actually working the, the movement, you are also increasing your mobility as well and making yourself more flexible. So as long as you're not loading it to a place where you can no longer uh, keep good form. So it's just really cool. And that's why we do that. Squat, press, and deadlift, I'm going to be honest, those are pretty much the foundation of any well-run structured strength program, whether you are uh, CrossFit, bodybuilding, powerlifting, any of those things. You're going to likely see those in any strength program you do, and they should be part of everybody's strength. In, in fact, even some type of a row or a pole as well. Um, so a lot of my, my online training clients, they don't really snatch and clean and jerk because I think it's one of those things that are, unless you have skill, um, it's very hard to do on your own without a coach in your garage. I mean, you definitely can, right? Crossfitters have been doing it for, for years and years and years, but I think that the, uh, the risk for the reward is better off being, I can, I can keep people moving a little bit better with the, the main lifts and I'll sprinkle in some snatches and clean and jerks here and there. So, um, but when it comes to, I think what, uh, other people want to know about is like, what about things like I'm trying to build muscle and all the things I already mentioned the, the importance of understanding how to properly, modify your metabolic conditioning pieces that we should be getting. So not every day your metabolic conditioning isn't always going to be running, biking and rowing, right? A lot of times it might be thrusters and pull-ups, or it might be deadlifts and handstand push-ups, or it might be overhead squats and burpees, or, you know, you're going to see those things. Th those are all ways to build some muscle if you are using the right scaling option. So rather than a bodybuilding split where you might see you know, three sets, max rep, you know, bicep curls, we're doing like three sets of max rep pull-ups. It's, it's a similar movement pattern. We're getting those bicep engagement. We're just not isolating them. Uh, and, and the real reason is CrossFit feels, uh, the, you know, founder of CrossFit is that those movements aren't going to be as functional for you in general life. So I think that I remember my level one, I just remember this analogy was like, well, if you're going to lift a couch up and put it on a moving truck, you're not going to like hamstring curl and, you know, the, with your leg and hamstring curl up, no, you're going to like lift it with your arms and you're going to deadlift it up. So that's really why. Now, what I will say, and I wanted to kind of segue into with this episode today is that CrossFit today has evolved very much from the way CrossFit was when we first started. And when people first started CrossFit, the amount of volume they were doing uh, on a typical day was much less. And the CrossFit methodology was built around, I don't want to say less is more, but oftentimes the workout might be a five minute workout or 45 reps of two different movement patterns. Whereas now that's like, oh, that's not really enough. I want to do more. Um, so what has happened is with that evolution and us getting fitter, the volume has increased and the risk for injuries in CrossFit has also likewise increased because of the people that are driven to do more. Uh, not really prioritizing uh, the recovery, the mobility and things like that. And it does lead to injury. So what I will say is this, is that now I think there is more of an emphasis on accessory work, some bodybuilding hypertrophy work separate of the metabolic conditioning in order to ensure we are developing the, the motor recruitment patterns um, to, uh, to engage specific muscle groups that we often might uh, not engage when we're not thinking about it because we're so used to the functional stuff. So for instance, in a thruster, in a workout, I'm not thinking about my hamstring or my quads engaging in my, and my glutes, right? I'm thinking about, am I getting below parallel? I'm thinking about the movement, right? I want to keep my elbows up and my core engaged, but I'm not thinking about those muscles. 
And sometimes we can see some muscular imbalances. And this is where people can start to get like, oh, my right hip is bothering me or my left shoulder is bothering me or I'm getting this funny thing in my elbow. Um, and so the accessory work that we do in CrossFit is, is going to be geared towards getting you guys into a place of, I am strong enough and healthy enough. My tendons and ligaments can support uh, the amount of loading that I'm putting on it on a regular basis. Or uh, if I am finding myself constantly finding that my right hip is always bothering me after deadlift days, I'm identifying a weakness in my right hamstring that maybe I should be doing more single leg work. So with the weightlifting component of CrossFit, I also think that there needs to be a little bit of an emphasis on, um, I want to say some personal, uh, responsibility to understanding and navigating some of the things that might be hindering you from just being able to move very well in those bigger compound lifts. And that's where the accessory work really comes in. So overall, today's episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter because as we get to the top of the tier, these things are obviously sprinkling in less and less and less. Um, the strength training component is a huge component of CrossFit. The heavy days, though, should be sprinkled in much less. Uh, the strength component you are going to see sprinkled within your Metcons. And what I will say is that if you notice that strength is a limiting factor for you in a lot of your conditioning pieces, that that's always where you have to scale, that's okay. That's okay to say, hey, to get the right stimulus, I need to use a weight that's 20 pounds less. Um, but these days where you're trying to build strength, you want to really be focusing on, okay, these are the days for me to make my mark and, and make some, make some progress happen because over time that will make those weights in those Metcons feel much lighter. So we want to make sure that we are still prioritizing and focusing on getting stronger. Um, along with the fact that strength training in general, in not just in CrossFit, the amount of, um, what am I looking for? What I'm looking for the, I can't even like getting brain fog right now. Okay. So the importance of, of strength training for people to be healthy and age healthy and, and keep your bones is, is so important. So if you aren't strength training, you are literally not giving yourself an opportunity to age gracefully and likely shortening your lifespan, hands down. Um, strength training is going to keep you younger. So it doesn't have to be maxing out every single day. It just means it has to be effective. You have to be putting some effort in and you have to be moving well. So um, hormonal responses, you know, the, the, the bones, all of that stuff is going to be great. Women, your hormones need strength training. So men too, but men just luckily have a little bit more of the hormones that keep their muscle intact longer. So that's what I have for you guys today. Um, in terms of working or talking about CrossFit, I am super stoked to be finishing up this series. We've got one more episode left. Um, and I'm going to be breaking down a little bit about, the competition side of CrossFit and where it can go wrong and how you can take some pressure off of yourself in your group classes to really get more out of your CrossFit without always focusing on maybe how uh, other people view you. Like that feeling of like, oh, I'm always like the last one finished or I'm the weakest in the class. Taking some of that out and, and really focusing on what CrossFit for competition, CrossFit for sport really should look like. And that's what I got for you guys today. So shorter episode and I will talk to you all soon.